Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. And we're back from vacation. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice vacation. Good to get away. Yep. And I know it gives us a big break until our next vacation. Yeah. Which is in like a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. It's a little bit of a slow season for uh, podcasting. That's right. But at least we'll be at the Alani Resort and we'll be able to share some pictures and stories from uh, Disney's Vacation Club in in Hawaii. Right. Yeah. So what's going on in the Disney Parks blog? We've got a lot to catch up on. Oh, yeah. Um, There are some new Disney 100 experiences that are coming to Epcot this September. That's right. Beginning September 22nd and going through December 31st, Epcot is going to be the center for the Disney 100 celebration. You may remember that this is the year that the Walt Disney Company celebrates 100 years. Of course, they have the Disney 100 backdrops that are we've already talked about there at all four parks and at Disney Springs. There's also going to be a new Platinum Mickey Mouse sculpture in the World Celebration with Spaceship Earth in the background, so you can take some selfies there. You're going to be able to meet Minnie and Mickey in their Platinum and Purple outfits. They're going to be in the Imagination Pavilion. And in honor of this celebration, Spaceship Earth is going to light up with special colors and lights, accompanied by the Disney 100 Anthem, which is a unique version of When You Wish Upon a Star. Uh, Of course, there's going to be delicious food uh, that you can get, because that also happens to overlap with the Food and Wine Festival. And uh, you know what you're going to be able to get is the Mickey Balloon Premium Popcorn Bucket, which will be available only in Epcot during the 100 celebration. Uh, and it is a purple balloon with silver accents and a hundred-year uh, anniversary lanyard. Very good. So lots of ways to celebrate this fall in Disney. And it's still not too late to book a trip if you're interested. No, it's not. Um, it, it's a great time to go to Disney. There's actually – it's the weather's fantastic. The Food and Wine Festival is one of the best, uh, arguably um, – Events that they have at Epcot. So definitely a really good time to go away and, uh, you know, get it in before the craziness of the holidays. Exactly. There's a new event coming to the Disneyland Resort from August 18th to the 20th. It's a new Disney Junior and Friends play date. That's right. This is a three-day event that celebrates the magic, entertaining, and music-filled stories of the Disney Junior hit series. This is aimed towards preschoolers and their families, and it's going to take place at Disney's California Adventure Park. Uh, on the let's see, during this, there's going to be a play date party featuring Disney Junior characters, including Minnie, Mickey, Doc McStuffin, Sophia the First, Elena of Avalor, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Vampirina, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Goofy, Pluto, and Mira, Royal Detective. There's going to be a special Disney Junior Playdate stage show. There's going to be the seasonal Alice's Wonderland Bakery Unbirthday Party, which is a hands-on cupcake decorating course inspired by the Disney Junior series. There's going to be a Spidey and his amazing friends photo wall at the Hollywood Backlot. And you can also enjoy uh, regular Disney Junior programming that takes place at Disney's California Adventure, which includes the ever-popular Disney Junior Dance Party. Uh, So that's what's going to be happening on the 18th. Over on the 19th, the fun moves into the downtown Disney district where they will have Disney Junior themed treats at the Marceline Confectionery and a Star Wars Young Jedi Adventure photo wall at downtown Disney. So uh, it looks like, you know, that photo wall is a free way to experience it. But for the rest of it, you've got to get a ticket to go to Disney's California Adventure. All right. Tony insists that we run this advertisement for Disney. They uh, they are promoting their H2O Glow Nights, which take place at Typhoon Lagoon through September 2nd. Well, that's right. That's on select nights. And this is just a reminder for folks that they do have the Glow 
uh, H2O Glow Nights, which is a special after hours evening night where they have uh, DJ dance party, Disney characters, as well as your favorite water attractions. Uh, as I mentioned, this is select nights. It is not every night, but it does take place on July. Let's see, today's the 24th. So it's the 29th, 31st, August 5th, 12th, 19th, and 26th, and September 2nd. It takes place from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. The cost is uh, $75 for an adult, $70 for a child. You can actually enter the park at 6 p.m. So you get five hours for $75. Uh, which is not a bad deal. If you're a pass holder, you get it at a discounted rate of $59. Right. So they do have exclusive uh, foods and beverages during those parties as well. Very good. During our week off, we missed a very important event, and that is National Dole Whip Day, which took place on July 20th. That's right. And celebrating its 40th year, uh, the Disney treat, um, did have some special wallpapers that are available through the Disney Parks blog uh, featuring Orange Bird uh, as well as Dole Whips, which I think is pretty interesting. Did you know that Dole Whips was introduced in 1984 at Aloha Isle? In Disney World. In Disney World. And okay. the Dole Whip did not arrive at Disneyland until 1986. It's nice that something started in Disney World and then moved in the other direction. That's right. So uh, in 2023, the third Thursday of July has officially been designated as National Dole Whip Day. All right. And that's all the Disney Parks blog news. So let's head on over to Disneyland. All right. Frogs, turtles, and some other characters have been added to Centennial Park Fountain at Mickey's Toontown. That's right. That's the whole story. You know, we've mentioned that they're having issues with the AstroTurf grass there and that they had to replace that. So they're also adding additional characters as they go along. All right. They have completely removed the Splash Mountain Tree Peak at Disneyland. That's right. As Splash Mountain undergoes its reimagining to Tiana's Bayou Adventure, uh, of course, they're reimagining the uh, the look of the ride. The iconic tree that stood on the top of Splash Mountain is gone. It did take them a couple of days to do it. Uh, it will be replaced uh, with the Tiana's Water Tower. So there is some scaffolding at the top of the mountain. The Jambalaya Jazz Band is going to replace Fantasmic nightly at Disneyland until the updated show is ready. That's right. The Jambalaya Jazz Band usually performs during the day in the park. However, now they will be floating around the rivers of America on a New Orleans barge, a New Orleans themed barge, three times every night at 7:35, 8:30 p.m., and 9:05. They will be traveling between July 21st and August 31st. Right now, um, kind of a letdown if you were going to Disneyland during that time and you were excited to see Fantasmic, and instead you get to see the Jambalaya Jazz Band. Yeah, I mean, there's no um, there's no replacing Phantasmic, obviously, but I mean, I guess at least there's something. I guess that fire was a little more in-depth than they thought it would because they thought it was going to be ready in like two weeks, and we're talking months now. Yeah, I mean, is the dragon that integral a part of things that they can't do Phantasmic without it? I, it is. I, I mean, they have, the, they have the B version that does it without the dragon, right, but so I believe think- they want to fix the dragon. Oh, so and fixing to... the dragon probably involves disassembling components of the mountain or the show behind the scenes. Right. San Francisco Square is officially going to be opening on August 31st at California Adventure. That's right. This new land is inspired by the setting of Big Hero 6, which debuted in theaters in 2014. And it's going to have a new meet and greet with not only a talking Baymax, but Hero will be accompanying him as well. Uh, so that's kind of uh, kind of a big news at Old Pacific Wharf area. 
Baymax and Hero will be meeting guests outside of the Hamada Bot Shop when the new land opens at, in late August. Soarin' Around the World at California Adventure has reopened after repainting. However, some scaffolding still remains around the attraction's facade, and not only scaffolding, but some scrim as well. That's all the news in California, so let's fly across the country, head on over to Florida, where in the Magic Kingdom, they've experienced a major milestone in the construction of Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Oh, really? What happened? They've laid down some new sod. Okay, does it, like, replace something major? No, it's just new sod, but they're calling that a major milestone. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were being sarcastic. Me never. A crane has arrived for the Mirabelle meet and greet construction at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. Over in the Fairytale Garden in the Magic Kingdom, uh, they are retheming the meet and greet area for Mirabelle. Brave has, um, sorry, Brave Merida from Brave has been there for a number of years, and she has moved over to Liberty Square. Uh, so they are going to be doing some minor construction for uh, Mirabelle. Okay. There is now a pressed penny machine back in the area near the former Splash Mountain restrooms at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. Uh, You know, we've talked about the area being rethemed, and they did bring the Press Penny Machine back, which is cool. And it's just got some generic Disney characters right now. It used to have generic Disney characters and Splash Mountain uh, Press Pennies. Uh, But you figure, since they're retheming the area to Tiana, it would have been a good opportunity to introduce a Tiana pressed penny in this location. Yeah, maybe it's just going to take them some time. It might take them some time. I think my favorite thing about this... uh, area near the Splash Mountain restrooms is that they still have two pay phones. <laughs> uh, it looks very antiquated. It looks like, you know, a swamp type of setting. And you've got these two pay phones. Do you there. think they work? Uh, they do because I pick them up when I go on occasion. I feel like I want to make a phone call from one. Just, just to fun. check for a dial tone. <laughs> now, the other interesting thing is that what used to be the third pay phone is now an AED uh, automated defibrillator. Well, that makes sense. It does. Because you're shocked when you see a payphone. Maybe. Earlier, when we were discussing the articles in the Disney Parks blog, we talked about the Disney 100 celebrations. Um, The latest announcement from Disney regarding those seems to indicate that Communicore Hall, Communicore Plaza, Dreamers Point, and the new 100th anniversary nighttime spectacular won't be ready by September 22nd. Yeah, that's a little disappointing. We know that they've been rushing to finish, not really rushing, but they've been trying to finish Epcot for this year um, and bringing the you know, focal point of the Disney 100 celebration there, it's kind of sad that these new sections are not open. They also didn't mention Moana Journey of Water. Right. So we don't know what the status of that is. Um, That was very ready, very close to ready. So I'm sure that will be open in time. So maybe that's where they're going to draw the focus. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's kind of a bummer that the rest of the things aren't going to be ready. Right. And the Walt Disney Dreamer statue, which is going to be on the steps behind Spaceship Earth, is very nice. It's a nice little park setting. Um, would have just been nice to have that there. It's probably a decent photo op as well. Right. And, um, you know, that stuff is coming, but, you know, may- maybe it will be ready by the end of 2023. They told us it would be. Right. Uh, and those are the last major construction components of the reimagination of Epcot. It would be nice to have all that done. Those yes. construction walls all down. And then they can focus on Dino Land and Animal Kingdom. Yeah, that'd be good. The musical duet of Kevin Bacon and Michael Bacon... Uh, brothers, have been removed from the Eat to the Beat concert series lineup for the 2023 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. 
That's right, on some pretty short notice because they were supposed to appear August 13th and 14th. Um, now it just lists as to be announced. So they will be replacing them with someone. But if you are hoping to visit the Food and Wine Festival and get a side of bacon, mm-hmm. uh, that's not going to be possible. So funny. So I know we just talked about the Bacon Brothers story, and we, we looked at it in on the iPad while we were talking about it. And I will give you $5 if you can name the other Bacon Brother. We know one is Kevin. One was Michael. Oh, all right. You just won $5. Oh, I thought there was like a third one that I was supposed no, to know who they were. it's just two of them. Okay. Okay. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. Good job, Dory. <laughs> We were so excited last week when we told everybody about the beaver tails that were coming to the International Food and Wine Festival menu. Uh, they have now been removed. Yeah, and I don't even know that they were ever served. Mm. Um, but the menu itself at the refreshment port had four options, uh, traditional poutine, braised beef poutine, chicken nuggets, and cinnamon sugar beaver tails. Uh, well, chicken nuggets, and more importantly, the beaver tails have been uh, removed from the menu board. So very sad to hear that. I'm boycotting the Food and Wine Festival this year. Yeah, we're just going to go to Niagara Falls instead. Because I thought for the first time in eight years, I was going to have an opportunity to get beaver tails in Epcot. Nope, sorry. Surprise. In other upsetting news regarding the 2023 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival presented by Corksicle, uh, we, we mentioned previously that the Muppets would be appearing as part of the Brew Wing Lab, uh, which is going to be a new food kiosk for 2023. That announcement has been updated that Dr. Bunsen Honeydew and Beaker will only be appearing via video. So they were supposed to be like so live? People thought that there would be Muppets involved, you know, like maybe there. a small stage. Exactly. Gotcha. Uh, and now they will only be experimenting with flavors in the Odyssey Pavilion via video. Um, and they will uh, it will be videos broadcast over from Muppet Labs instead of live Muppets. I mean, why even bother going to the Food and Wine Festival if there's not going to be beaver tails and there's not going to be live Muppets? And more importantly, chicken fingers. <laughs> right. Extended, extended evening hours are returning to Hollywood Studios in September and October for uh, resort guests at deluxe resorts. That's right. The evenings of September 30th, October 5th, 11th, 19th, and 25th will be extra hours. Uh, And pretty much if you're staying in a Disney uh, deluxe resort property, a DVC property, or the Swan Dolphin, Swan Reserve, or Shades of Green, you will be able to enjoy these extra hours. Uh, There are you know, a, a number of attractions that are participating. Not all attractions operate during that time, but you will get to ride Alien Swirling Saucers, Minnie and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run, Muppet Vision 3D, Rock and Roller Coaster, Slinky Dog Dash, Star Tours, Toy Story Mania, and Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. So not a bad evening. All right. The Voyage of the Little Mermaid at Hollywood Studios has been a family favorite for us uh, throughout the years. Our yes, girls were huge um, Little Mermaid fans, and that was just, it's a fantastic live show that they did. Um, it was maybe 20 minutes to a oh. half an hour. Um, that got closed during COVID, and it never reopened. But Disney has been surveying guests about it, so there is hope that possibly it will reopen. That's right. Uh, the survey is asking guests what, what people thought of the attraction, uh, whether it was boring, immersive, insensitive, a personal favorite, iconic, or dated. You could also select not familiar or none of these. So I'm hoping the fact that they're asking people about it means that it's definitely not closed. We do know that the building has not been gutted, uh, which is a good thing. And I'd really like to see it come back because it, 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 
you know, it's inside, it's air conditioned, Mm -hmm. it's a way to escape the heat for a little bit. It was super popular. That theater used to uh, fill up every time. And Hollywood Studios has always been um, a park that didn't have a ton of attractions. There's Mm -hmm. not always a lot to do. Uh, There's more now than there was, you know, five years ago, but they could still use this attraction. That whole area over there to be empty with nothing going on. Um, They just do some of the uh, some of the photo opportunities over there for the Disney Junior characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but they really need to reopen that. Yeah, and I think, it, you know, another sign of hope is that they have not taken apart the front of the building. Right. So it still says Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Yeah. It's still sea-themed. Yeah, uh, and after the live-action movie, like, I just can't um, imagine why they wouldn't bring that back. It would be nice if they brought back, if they had used an Ariel that was um, more like the live-action Ariel, mm-hmm. since you're going to, you know, bother to have... Um, Live action. I right. mean, it, you know, they're not cartoons, so it right. makes sense. In Disney Springs news, Chopped Judge Mahit Shohan is opening a new Indian restaurant. That's right. Her and her husband, Vivek Diora, are bringing a new Indian restaurant to Disney Springs. It's called Eat, E-E-T. Uh, it is modern Indian, uh, and it is uh, as described as a modern, fun, Indian-inspired concept. Disney has not announced further details, uh, such as an exact location or an opening date. Uh, Shauhan was previously the executive chef of several restaurants in Chicago, Nashville, and New York. Uh, she joined Chopped, uh, well, she was on season six, and then she's been a judge from seasons nine through season 51. Wow. She's also appeared on The Next Iron Chef, Iron Chef America, as a judge uh, as the on the worst cooks in America. And in 2021, she won the Food Network's Tournament of Champions. Her husband also owns 23 restaurants across the country. So, uh, you know... Nice to see some more variety coming to Disney Springs. Yeah, I like Indian food. The bridge at the Riverside Resort will be closed for a little bit, which is going to cause the carriage rides to be rerouted. That's right. Over at Port Orleans Riverside, there is a bridge that connects Old Man Island and Magnolia Bend. That will be closing periodically for refurbishment um, beginning July 17th. Uh, through the 21st, the bridge was closed, and then on the 27th and 28th, it will be closing for construction and reopening in the evenings for pedestrians and carriage rides. On the 24th, 25th, and 26th, the bridge will be fully closed and unavailable. They will uh, then be rerouting, as Cheryl mentioned, the carriage rides through Disney's Port Orleans French Quarter Resort. Uh, the bridge will be available on the weekends. So uh, nice to see that bridge getting some love. It is a long walk around, though, if you can't use that. It is. The baby Shetland pony that was born at the Tri-Circle D Ranch has been named. That's right. The Tri-Circle D Ranch is part of the Fort Wilderness Campground. And uh, on July 10th, we told you that Lady gave birth to a new foal. And uh, it has been announced. Uh, first off, the, the foal is female. Okay. And her name is Pixie. Very cute. So that was announced on the Disney Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok sites. Very good. In cruising news, the Disney Band Plus will be coming to the fan- to the Disney Fantasy Ship. That's right, the Disney Band Plus, which is just a, another name for Magic Band Plus. Uh, that was rolled out on the Wish last month, and uh, beginning in July 29th, the Disney Fantasy guests will be able to utilize the Disney Band. Uh, the Disney Band will take the place, uh, a lot of the functionality of the Key to the World card that they normally give you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is not a free option. This is, of course, a an additional option that guests can purchase. Right. If they do not purchase them, they still get the Key to the World card and a lanyard. Okay. 
Prices for adults-only eateries on the Disney Cruise Line have gone up across the board. That's right. If you're going to have brunch or dinner at Paolo on the Magic Wonder Dream and Fantasy or the Paolo Steakhouse on The Wish, uh, that has increased from $45 to $50 per person. Uh, so those are additional charges. On the Dream and Fantasy, Remy has gone up to $80 from $75 for their brunch. The cost of their dinner has increased by $10. It went from $125 to $135. And their dessert uh, option has gone from $60 to $65. Uh, the Disney Wish also has a brunch at Enchante, which has gone up from $75 to $80 per person. Their desserts uh, have also gone up from $60 to $65. The Passion and Collection Dinner options are now $135 and $205 respectively. Those are $10 increases for each of those. Uh, according to the Disney Cruise Line, they raise these prices uh, so that they continue to make enhances to the overall dining experience and menu selections. And those price increases went into effect on July 11th. And I believe even if you had a uh, dining pre-booked for a cruise that was past July 11th, when you get on board, the new pricing prevails. Great. Seems like the Disney Cruise Line float is going to be in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade again. This time, um, they are looking for some character performers. That's right. Disney Cruise Line is seeking parade performers based on their Disney auditions site. Uh, and they are looking for uh, Spider-Man, Black Panther, Mirabelle, Tiana, Naveen, Moana, Jasmine, Aladdin, Rapunzel, Anna, Elsa, Peter Pan, and Miguel. Uh, and it looks like they're going to be utilizing the Disney Wish-inspired float from a few years ago when mm -hmm. the Wish debuted. I'm wondering if they might retheme it after the treasure, oh, since maybe. the treasure is being built. Um, but they are looking for lookalike characters. They will have rehearsals between uh, November 17th and 20th. And of course, the event, uh, the Thanksgiving Day Parade itself will take place on November 23rd. Speaking of the treasure, Peter Pan and Captain Hook have been announced as the stern characters for the ship. That's right. And they've also released a little artist's rendering of the stern characters. Uh, Peter is flying above the stern treasure marker, uh, painting a little bit of it. And Captain Hook is waving his uh, hook at him angrily uh, from a porthole. And he has some of the yellow paint on him as well. So it looks like Peter's being his usual uh, fun-loving, cantankerous self. I, I like it. It's it's well done. It it just it works. Yeah. So you know, speaking about the Disney treasure, there is a new rumor coming out that they we may have a bar themed after the haunted mansion. Well, that sounds fun. It does. When we traveled on the Wish, the Wish actually has a bar that is themed after Star Wars, which they did an excellent job with the theming. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm hopeful that a, a Haunted Mansion bar does materialize. Yeah. Oh, look how cute that was. Yeah. See how Very I did good. That? I like how he did that. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's not enough. Yes. You know, on The Wish, we have a Frozen-inspired dinner show. Yeah. Rumor has it that we're going to have a Coco-inspired dinner show okay. on The Treasure. So that would be fun. It would be fun. Because I love the music from Coco. Mm -hmm. And the music um, from Frozen that they did on The Wish. Yes. I really, really enjoyed. I thought they were they were very good. So yes. I welcome the Coco theme. And the show with, with on The Wish with Frozen was good because it was a, we were celebrating an engagement. Right. Um, I just wonder how they will be handling the Coco show. Like, are we celebrating the death? Are we celebrating the ancestors? Just how be they celebrating would celebrating a it? birthday. You could okay. be, I don't know. 
maybe you're not celebrating anything. All right. So it'll be interesting to see. Of course, the the treasure is not going to debut until 2024. So we've got plenty of time for this information to get down to us. Maybe you're celebrating. Don't they like what was the little ceremony where they like they come of age and they find out like what their power is going to be? Is you're, you're you're now confusing uh, Coco and ah uh, yes I am Coco was Dia de los you're Muertos right. and and the dead you're yeah. right yeah you're thinking of yeah. uh, Mirabel and Encanto very much I've got them both together and Coco you're thinking of <laughs> I've got them all together Tiana's place <laughs> yes I really it seemed like I had it together this has been a long show so I have I have lost it now at this point it's good thing it's time for uh, entertainment news because this is not mine to do all right so it's coming into entertainment news it has been announced that Guardians of the Galaxy will make their streaming debut on Disney plus on uh, August 3rd I'm sorry August 2nd uh, so that's fun uh, we have a new Haunted Mansion trailer. Of course, the Haunted Mansion movie debuts in theaters on July 28th. So if you want to check out that new trailer, you can head on over to our Facebook page. Um, one thing we do know is is that they are shooting a live-action Snow White movie. And we have seen um, a diverse group of seven people. They are not calling them dwarfs for this movie. Uh, they are referring to them as a group of seven magical creatures, um, so Disney has confirmed that they are taking a different approach to the dwarfs, uh, and uh, we'll have to see how this uh, pans out. Okay. In additional entertainment news that Cheryl does not want to comment on, uh, we have seen some Wish character posters uh, released for Asha and King Magnifico. Wish is premiering in theaters on November 22nd, and this is the story of the Wishing Star. Uh, we've seen the trailer for that already. Uh, Speaking of trailers, we have a second Marvels trailer uh, released along with a new poster. You can also find those on our Facebook page. And, um, you know, if you've looked at Disney Plus recently, uh, and remember we we spoke a few weeks back that in July they would begin releasing some restored Disney shorts. Well, Disney has actually taken some of the shorts from the Mickey Mouse uh, shorts and created a soundtrack with full versions of some of the songs that are on there. So you can check that out on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube Music as well. Very good. At Universal Studios Hollywood, they have created a Jurassic Park 30th anniversary refreshment bar. That's right. This bar will be around for the rest of the summer. It is located in the lower lot of Universal Studios Hollywood in the Jurassic World section of the park. Uh, And this is just a small bar uh, that is a fun way to escape the crowds and enjoy a, a little beverage. It is the... Isla New Bar, uh, as they're calling it. It is near the, well, you'll see a large entrance arch, and uh, it has the 30th anniversary logo and uh, just a nice little tribute to the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park. Very good. Also at Universal Studios Hollywood, the Oppenheimer costumes that were used in the movie are now on display at CityWalk. That's right. They are at the Universal Cinema in CityWalk, and you can see multiple screen-used costumes in the lobby. Of course, those costumes are not as big of a draw as the Super Mario Land, which uh, opened over there, and the the Nintendo Land. Yeah, that seems like a bigger deal. It it is. What else is a big deal over in Hollywood and uh, Orlando? Yes, uh, Universal Parks in general is outsourcing their disability access service to a third party. 
That's right, and this is beginning July 24th, which is today. They are removing the current system, uh, and they will be uh, giving a new system where dis disabled guests will receive a card they can take to attraction entrances, where they can get a return time that is comparable to the current wait time of the attraction. You can actually go to accessibilitycard.org to register, and I guess they have uh, an online app as well. All right. At Universal Studios Florida, the Starbucks location that is in the New York section is currently closed for refurbishment, so you're going to have to go across the park to get your uh, beverage at a temporary location. That's right. This temporary location is in the games and amusement section, uh, and Starbucks has taken over part of Cafe La Bamba, so uh, head on over there. It's across from Central Park Crepes and Mel's Drive-In. Very good. At Universal Studios Florida, Bill and Con Minion Blast has opened to guests for technical rehearsals. That's right. Technical rehearsals are often referred to as a soft opening. Uh, and last week, they did remove the construction walls around the entrance and started letting uh, guests in. So, you know, the only problem with doing a technical rehearsal is there are sometimes limited hours of operation mm -hmm. and they can bring the ride down at any point, uh, you know, during the day. Right. You may also experience glitches on the ride. Um, unfortunately, we got technical rehearsals for the Fast and the Furious ride. I just wish they had never opened it uh, for that. Yeah, I don't think that our problem with that was the fact that it was in technical rehearsals. I think it's just, just bad. Just Fast and Furious. Yeah. A DreamWorks land is going to be replacing Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone at Universal Studios Florida. That's right. You may remember that earlier this year, uh, Woody Woodpecker Kid Zone was closed down. And they have announced that opening in 2024, uh, there will be a DreamWorks-inspired land. Uh, in the artwork, we have seen Shrek and Donkey, Trolls, as well as Poe from Kung Fu Kanda. <laughs> Did I just confuse that? Kung Fu Panda. I yes. think I said Kung Fu Kanda. Uh, so you are invited to join the awesomeness and enjoy the Shrek and Donkey meet and greet, as well as a new, what appears to be a new roller coaster inspired by Trolls. Um, and actually, it might not be a new roller coaster. We, we believe that it might be the old Woody Woodpecker roller coaster, okay. just rethemed to troll, trolls. All right. uh, we do know that there has been some vertical construction going on in this new DreamWorks land uh, because there are now tall metal poles that have risen up over the construction walls that went up earlier this year. Very good. Well, it's been our longest show in a while. Sure has. But uh, that does get everyone up to date with the latest Disney and Universal news from last week. So we will be back on Wednesday with some new news, not just old news. Right. Uh, and until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye.